Hello, I'm Cheryl, and this is Sleep Tight Relax, a calming bedtime show for the young and young at heart. In tonight's story, Grandma and Grandpa introduce Jasper and Joshua to another smart animal friend on their farm. One night, they meet a mouse they named Marvin. Unlike any ordinary mouse, Marvin finds a special place in the lives of Grandma and Grandpa, transforming from what they considered a past into a cherished friend. Marvin even gets to share Grandma's famous and delicious apple pie. Before we get started with our story of Marvin, let's take a moment to relax and get comfortable with some deep belly breaths. Sit or lie down in your comfy place where you can feel calm and safe. If you are in bed, tuck yourself in tight. Imagine you're in the warm, cozy kitchen with Grandma and Grandpa, ready to listen to their story. Gently put one hand on your belly and the other on your chest. Maybe it's like holding a big, invisible apple pie. Slowly breathe in through your nose, filling your belly up with air. Feel your belly rise under your hand like a balloon filling up. Imagine the air is a sweet smell from Grandma's kitchen, reaching all the way down to your tummy. When your belly is full of air, hold your breath for a moment. Think of it as pausing to peek at Marvin the mouse, hiding in a kitchen corner. Now, open your mouth and let the air out slowly like you are gently blowing on a spoonful of hot soup to cool it down. Feel your belly go down under your hand and imagine any worries or wiggles leaving your body with your breath. I can smell the hot apple pie. It smells great. I would like you to do this exercise three times all by yourself. Inhale, fill your belly, hold, and exhale, imagining each breath is a story from Grandpa, warm and filled with love. While you do that, I will continue with our story. After our story, I'll check in with you again and wish you a good night. Marvin the Kitchen Mouse Jasper's mouth was full of food, but he was so happy and his belly felt so warm, he had to talk anyway. Grandma, this is the best lasagna I have ever tasted, he said without spilling any of the food in his mouth. Yeah, it might be the best lasagna ever made, Joshua added. 
I'm glad you boys like it. After you eat your salad, you are welcome to have another piece. But you might want to save room for dessert. I made an apple pie this afternoon, and we also have some fresh, homemade ice cream to go with it, Grandma said. Don't worry, Grandma. I think we both always have room for your apple pie, Joshua said, with his mouth covered in tomato sauce. You boys certainly worked up a good appetite today. That's what happens when you play in the snow all day. You get to eat more of your grandmother's lasagna, their grandfather said as he finished his large piece. I would play outside all day every day if I could eat grandma's lasagna all the time, Jasper said with a big grin. Their grandfather leaned over and whispered, So would I, and I can't wait to have some of her apple pie, too. Yeah, and don't forget the ice cream, Grandpa, Joshua whispered. Well, since it's your last night with us on the farm, I thought we could have some delicious, fun food tonight, their grandmother said, as she brought over another piece of lasagna for the kids and a bit more salad for Grandpa. Joshua and Jasper had been staying with their grandparents while their mother and father were away on a business trip. Their grandparents lived in an old house on a big farm on Prince Edward Island with big barns and long, narrow fields. There were even groves of apple trees and a forest to explore. It was winter on the farm and recently, a lot of snow had fallen. Usually when Jasper and Joshua visit, it's summer, so they run and play games in the backfield or explore the big barns, which were like giant treasure chests filled with mysteries waiting for them to discover. But with all the snow, snowshoes and tobogganing, they spent almost all their time outside. Even though it was sometimes very cold out, they knew that their grandmother always had some hot cocoa and warm cookies ready for them whenever they needed to warm up. After Joshua and Jasper finished their second plate of lasagna, their grandmother brought some warm apple pie and ice cream for them to eat. Wow, Grandma, that looks super duper delicious, Jasper said in a loud voice. You have outdone yourself this time, dear, their grandfather said. It looks absolutely delicious. Well, I hope you all enjoy it. I am almost out of our own apples, so there might not be any more of these special pies until this year's harvest. Well, I need to eat really slowly then, right? Jasper asked, so that I can savor each bite. Ha <laughs> ha, that's a good idea, dear their grandmother said as she sat to have her slice of pie with a cup of tea. Grandpa, the other night, you said that most of the stories you knew about life on the farm were more suited to be told at the kitchen table. Could you tell us one of those now? Jasper asked. So you want two stories? One now and another later, Grandpa asked with a smile. Sure, Grandpa, that sounds great, Joshua said with enthusiasm. 
Okay, let me think. How about the story of Marvin? What do you think, dear? Should I tell them about our old friend Marvin? Joshua and Jasper's grandmother nodded in agreement as she took a drink of tea. Grandpa took a drink of tea and started the story. Okay now, little Marvin doesn't live here anymore and we miss his company some winter nights. You see, Marvin was a little mouse. Unlike any ordinary mouse, Marvin had quite the personality. Curious, brave, and like all of us, loved your grandmother's cooking. At first, we thought of him as a pest, but over time, we became good friends. He was certainly one of the smartest mice I have ever met. Grandpa leaned back, rubbing his chin like he was collecting his thoughts. You see, it all started one cool autumn evening, Grandpa said, his voice soft and quiet, like he wanted you to listen more closely. Your grandma had just made another of her delicious apple pies, and the whole kitchen smelled so absolutely yummy when we noticed a tiny shadowy figure darting across the floor. That was our first glimpse of Marvin. At first, we did what anyone would do when they spot a mouse in the house. We set up traps and even thought of getting a house cat. But Marvin, oh, he was too clever for all our ideas. It was like he knew exactly what we were up to. Every morning, we'd find the traps sprung, but no Marvin. It became a game, a challenge between us and that little smart mouse. Grandpa laughed and almost spilled his tea. But then, one night, everything changed. It was particularly cold outside, and we found Marvin shivering by the back door, looking more sad and lonely than any creature I've ever seen. Your grandma, with her big heart, couldn't bear the sight. So, she did something unexpected. She offered Marvin a piece of crust from her apple pie. And would you believe it? Marvin took it ever so gently. He didn't run. And from that moment, we saw him in a new way. Not as a pest, but as a tiny, cute friend in need. So we made a deal with Marvin. He was welcome to stay as long as he kept to his corner and didn't nibble on anything but the scraps we gave him. Marvin became a part of our routine. Every evening, as your grandma cooked and I read The Guardian, Marvin would come out, waiting politely for his share of dinner. He had his favorites, of course, cheese, bits of carrots, and tiny pieces of that apple pie crust. And in return, Marvin gave us some laughs and his companionship. Your grandma, she started talking to Marvin as she cooked, telling him about her recipes and the stories behind each dish. And Marvin, he listened intently, 
his little whiskers twitching with every word. It was as if he understood every word she said. But Marvin did more than just listen. One night, we were woken up by a strange noise in the kitchen. Rushing down, expecting to find a mess, we instead found Marvin standing on his hind legs by the stove. We had forgotten to turn off the stove completely, and a large kettle of water was about to boil over. It was like he was trying to warn us. From then on, Marvin got a little extra at mealtime, and your grandmother even made him his own mixture of apple pie from time to time. And when the winter came, with its snow and frost, we made sure Marvin had a warm bed of cloth in a little box by the stove. It was like his own little bedroom. There were many nights that Marvin made us laugh. He would perform little tricks, like climbing up the side of the cupboard to fetch his own piece of dinner, always careful to take just what he needed. Your grandma and I found joy in these small moments, these simple evenings shared with a mouse. But as the seasons changed and the warmth of spring began to melt the snow, Marvin grew restless. We could tell he missed the freedom of the outdoors for the fun that lay beyond our kitchen walls. And so we opened the back door one sunny morning and Marvin, after giving us a final goodbye, scampered off into the garden. We still see him from time to time, darting in and out of the flower beds or sitting atop the garden wall, his whiskers twitching in the breeze. And though he doesn't come inside anymore, he is still considered a good friend. It was certainly an unexpected friendship that we developed. After finishing his cup of tea, Grandpa continued. And you know, every time we see Marvin out there, busy in the garden or pausing to look our way, it feels like he's checking in on us just as much as we are on him. After filling Grandpa's cup with more hot tea, Grandma said, Marvin may be a little creature, but we learned a lot from him, and maybe you can too. Friendship doesn't always come in the sizes or shapes we expect, and he showed us that even the smallest among us can make the biggest difference. Grandma sat down to drink her own tea as Grandpa continued. Your grandma still leaves a bit of cheese or apple pie crust out on the back step, just in case Marvin fancies a snack. So that's our story of our friend Marvin. Now it's time you little guys read some stories of your own before you get ready for bed. We need to make sure you get squeaky clean your mom and dad are coming to get you tomorrow. Okay, Grandpa, thank you for the story, Jasper said as he got up to put his plate in the dishwasher. And for the apple pie, Joshua said. If you are still awake, 
I would like you to whisper to yourself or just say in your mind, I appreciate the simple joys and the beauty in everyday moments. I am brave and curious, ready to explore the world around me. I am part of a loving community, just like Marvin found his place on the farm. I bring joy and warmth to those around me. I am calm, relaxed, and peaceful. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>